the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. The photos from the memorial service commemorating the amazingly impactful life of Clark County Sheriff's Deputy Matthew Yates are powerful. Uh, A packed First Christian Church in Springfield, officers in uniform, many, many people talking about the impact Matthew Yates made on their life. Family members, friends, fellow law enforcement officers. Uh, They did not have enough seats for everyone who attended the funeral. There were many people standing in the back of a very, very large church. His friends and family and co-workers described him as a peacemaker sent from God whose legacy will promote unity and kindness for years to come. Matthew Yates was a black man, and the audience yesterday was filled with faces of all colors and ethnicities. That is a tribute to him, and that is a tribute to what a law enforcement officer who does his job in exemplary fashion can accomplish and often does accomplish without fanfare. It's sad that we only think about difference makers like Matthew Yates when they are stolen from us by cowards like those who murdered him. Pastor Daryl May said, as you can look around and see one of the greatest lives and most impacts I've ever personally witnessed in my life. He said that although Yates has been laid to rest, he is still a hero and will always be a hero in the present tense, even if he's gone. A family member, Marlene Avery, said this of Matthew Yates. He made our family into what it is today. He was the first person to help me put on football pads, teach me to shoot a basket, made me watch every movie in the Denzel Washington catalog, made me question if conspiracy theories were real, and he never let me split up home. He was the one who taught me how to drive a car and mow the lawn, do the dishes, and make sure everyone was taken care of. He was the one I looked up to. What kind of guy was Matthew Yates? His stepsons, Anthony and Andrew, said he took them in as his own and taught them how to be men and healed their broken family. Clark County Sheriff's Deputy John Loney said, Matt Yates was a fixture in all our schools. He would walk the halls of the high school with me or the elementary schools where little kids would come up just asking him to pick them up. Yeah, if you've seen pictures of Matthew Yates, he is a very... Big man, not overweight, just a very big, physically imposing man. Deputy Loney said, I will often be asked 
to be walking the halls with Deputy Yates. Who's that with you? Before I could respond, Matt would say, I'm his bodyguard. What do you need? I would find Matt talking to the staff about lifting weights, shoes. I know we can all say we were a little tougher when Matt Yates was around. Wow, that is such a, at the same time, uplifting and sad story. We have a few bad cops. We have a lot, lot, lot more great cops. And if you're an officer of the law, I hope you never, ever, ever think you are not appreciated by the vast majority of the citizens that you serve. So I'd pray for the Clark County community and for Matt Yates' family and for all those whose lives he touched, which certainly seems like it was an amazing number of people. Now, the CHIPS Act passed, so Intel's coming to Central Ohio. They were always coming ever since they agreed, but they're now coming most likely in full force because the semiconductor industry is getting $50 billion in government incentives. And again, I've talked about the complexity of that. I certainly do not want to be beholden to China, and uh, if they happen to take Taiwan and they take Taiwan's semiconductor industry, or if Taiwan obliterates it, in the face of an oncoming Chinese takeover, then you think the supply chain issues from COVID were bad? Uh, That will be uh, small potatoes compared to what we will have to deal with here. So when Intel gets here, what will happen? A lot of people are concerned. I was at the 1776ers meeting in New Albany last week. We spoke. They had the mayors of New Albany and Gahanna there, and the overriding theme of the questions from the crowd were related to the impact of Intel. A lot of people were looking forward to it. How do you think it's going to play out? What do you think our quality of life is going to be like? There was excitement. Then there were those who were concerned. I like living somewhat rurally. I like having access to the big city or a nice suburb like Gahanna or New Albany. I'm a little nervous that it's going to remake life over here, and I'm not comfortable with it, so... Alleviate my concerns if you can. The best indicator of what's going to happen is what's happened. Intel's been in Chandler, Arizona for a quarter century. 25 years. WCMH Channel 4, and uh, website is NBC4i, has a story about Intel's impact based upon what officials in Chandler, Arizona say about Intel's impact in Chandler, Arizona. Colleen Flannery, Chief Technology Officer for Chandler, Arizona Unified School District, says when Intel began operating in Chandler in 1980, we had one high school, 12 elementaries, three junior highs. We're now the second largest school district in Arizona, and we have about 45,000 students. Students. Now, she says she credits Intel for fueling that growth and not just in the student population. There's funding, there's access to experts, there's just an overall partnership to develop a program. Okay, great. So they're good partners. I have no doubt about that. I met the only uh, Central Ohio Intel employee so far. I met her a while ago at a One Columbus breakfast, and she seems like a smart lady. 
and is she radiated excitement about Intel coming to Central Ohio. And she's not an Intel person that they plugged in here. She's a she's an Ohio person that they hired here. So I took her opinion with uh, you know a great degree of gravity. But here's the here's the difference that I see. Okay, I know a lot of people are thinking that Intel is going to come here, and the question I have is. Is it going to make any difference in the city of Columbus schools? Because, look, New Albany, Plain Local, Johnstown, Monroe, they have good schools. Gahanna, Lincoln, I mean, they got woke crap going on in Gahanna. They got woke crap going on everywhere. You can't put the burden to fix that on Intel. That's on voters to fix that and to get the bad teachers out. But in terms of the prosperity of the district and the research and the development and the technology and all that, I have no doubt that even if Intel didn't come, New Albany schools, Gahanna schools, Johnstown, Monroe schools, they're going to be fine. The question I have is the proximity of Intel to the city of Columbus. Are the do-nothing, inept grifters in charge of the Columbus City schools going to get off their duffs and do something good for their constituency? I was talking with a friend yesterday who does a lot of work with kids in Linden. And he was talking about the lack of hope in the district and how, you know, they can be five blocks from Linden. They're not going to come to football practice. They're not going to come to school activities because to us, five blocks is a short walk. To them, five blocks is crossing five battlefields. And there's gunfire in that district all the time. Now, Intel has the capacity to offer some solutions to areas like Franklinton and the Hilltop and Linden and areas where things could change. But you can't put that burden solely on Intel. You've got to put it on the leaders of the district, the leaders of the schools. And I have no doubt Intel will offer lots of money, lots of research, lots of development, lots of opportunities But will those opportunities be squandered? Because there are just a lot of lazy people in the Columbus City School administration who have counted on federal money and no accountability. I saw that uh, Texas Senator John Cornyn now has tested uh, positive for COVID. By the way, Biden has COVID again. Uh, but he was on the balcony of the White House last night talking about the uh, drone strike that killed al-Zawahiri. Uh, the Senate, of course, they don't care if Cornyn has COVID because he's a Republican. They don't need him to get in there to vote for the Schumer Mansion Biden spend a palooza bill, but you can't go the Tim Ryan route and seed your vote by proxy to someone in the Senate. You actually have to physically be there. Yes. Oh, by the way, did you see the tweet from Tim Ryan today? The wannabe senator from the state of Ohio running on the Democratic side? Uh, Tim Ryan. Nice and real democracy loving individual, Tim Ryan. His tweet was polls are open. From now until 7.30 p.m., make your voice heard and vote in the Ohio legislative primary. You know what's not open? His offices. Haven't been for a while. 
He hasn't been in his offices in Washington for a long time. He's ceded his vote to another congressperson. Hey, just vote for me, will you? I got a campaign to run. After all, they got rid of my congressional district in the Mahoning Valley, and I need another job in politics, so I'm going to run for Senate, and I'm going to pretend I'm a Republican. So he's out there today. Oh, get out and vote, vote. I notice he's not wearing a mask, appearing with what appears to be his wife and two children. Uh, Yeah, so Tim Ryan wants you to get out and vote, and he wants you to enjoy your day mask-free. Meanwhile, while his offices are closed because COVID. But anyway, Cornyn has COVID. Biden has COVID. And Schumer needs to get all 50 of his senators in there to vote for this bill because the longer this bill is not voted on, well, the more these problematic, nonpartisan think tanks look at what's in the bill, and none of it is good. None of it is good. Unless you really like inflation and you like to see it hit double figures, then it's very good. I trust the Wall Street Journal editorial board a whole lot more than I trust Schumer, Biden, or Joe Manchin. Here's what the Wall Street Journal editorial board says about the Inflation Reduction Act. That is what Build Back Better is now being called. Uh, The Penn Wharton budget model, which Senator Manchin has been known to watch, examined the details of this new bill and found that it doesn't contain any net deficit reduction until 2027. Just hold on to your wallets, kids. In five more years, you'll see what a brilliant move this was. Here's the quote from the Penn Horton School model. The impact on inflation is statistically indistinguishable from zero through 2031. We don't agree with those who think deficit reduction leads in a straight line to lower inflation, but that's what the Democrats claim for their bill. If the first deficit reduction doesn't come in five years, what's the help on inflation today? The Wall Street Journal writes that the $327 billion in new taxes could slow inflation if the economy falls into recession. I thought we were trying to avoid a recession. We're technically in a recession, and the Democrats say we are not in a recession. That is not the definition of a recession. What is the definition of a recession? We are not going to define it. Isn't that interesting? We're not in one, but when will we know we are in one? Just never mind. Shut up. We don't need to worry about that. The $327 billion in new taxes could slow inflation if the economy falls into recession. And that may be the quiet expectation. Ah, you bet it's quiet. They won't even go near the word recession. The editorial continues. The tax increases on business will discourage investment. What? While the Federal Reserve is also raising business costs with higher interest rates. Wow, it's almost like they're anti-business in the Democratic Party. Pay your fair share. But tax policy should be working in the opposite direction to encourage investment when the Fed is tightening and the economy is close to recession. Yeah, you would think so, but you're not trying to ruin the country, Wall Street Journal. You're missing the point of the Biden legislative agenda. The editorial continues, evidence is emerging that the new Schumer Mansion 15% minimum tax on corporate book income is especially harmful to U.S. manufacturing firms. What, do they listen to my show yesterday? 
Yes. Any junior high student could figure this out. If you hurt American business, will that help the American worker? <laughs> no. An analysis by Congress's Joint Committee on Taxation found that 49.7% of the tax would hit U.S. manufacturers. Now, I'm sure U.S. manufacturers, being patriotic individuals, will say, you know, we're not going to pass any of that cost along to our consumers. And we're certainly not going to reduce the benefits to our workers. No, we're going to eat that. We're going to eat that. We're going to take that because our shareholders won't care if our profits go down. They won't care if we don't reduce our budgets to try to contend with these taxes. They won't care at all. If that's the world you live in, then I assume you went to work today on a flying pink unicorn. The new tax increase arrives days after the Senate passed a $280 billion subsidy bill for computer chip manufacturers. Yay, Chips Act. Now Democrats want to take back a chunk of that subsidy for themselves via the book income tax. Subsidies for a few, tax increases for the many. So much for President Biden's claim that he wants a renaissance in U.S. manufacturing. You mean Joe Biden's not telling me the truth when he tells me he wants to build from the bottom up and the middle out? Joe Biden lying to me? I'm so crushed. An analysis by the National Association of Manufacturers says the tax in 2023 alone will reduce real GDP. That's what we need to go up so we're not in a recession, so they don't have to dodge questions about, are we in a recession? Will reduce real GDP next year by $68.5 billion. And cut labor income, paychecks, by $17 billion. Raise the corporate tax rate and you are cutting wages and salaries for workers. Yes, what about your own income taxes? Remember, you make less than 400000 So Joe Biden says you don't have to worry. Taxes will rise by $16.7 billion in 2023 on Americans earning less than $200,000 a year. What? You mean Biden lied about that too? Taxpayers earning between two hundred and five hundred thousand will pay fourteen one point one billion more. This gives the lie to Democratic claims that no one earning four hundred K will pay more taxes under the bill, a promise Biden made in his campaign. The reality is that the Schumer Mansion bill is a tax increase on nearly every American. Well, who could have suspected such a thing? Who could have suspected that Democrats would like to tax and spend? And not tell the truth and not have a clue about general economic policy and the fallout of their initiatives. Who could have thought that? Anybody who's been paying attention to Democrats since, oh, I don't know, Lyndon Johnson and the Great Society, maybe. Franklin Delano Roosevelt and the New Deal. This has always been their way. It has never worked. Maybe that's why they like Marxism so much and socialism so much. Because they love things that are tried and tried and tried and tried and tried and tried and never once work. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.